Hello and welcome to Beyond the End Zone. I'm your host, Tony Godfrey. It's great to be here and it's even better that you are joining me. Now, I know I usually release episodes on Tuesdays, but I decided earlier this week I don't want to wait four or five days to talk about Thursday night football. We had a good game last night, Chargers Chiefs, so let's get right into it. So we had our very first official Thursday night football game last night. The Los Angeles Chargers lost to the Kansas City Chiefs 24-27. Justin Herbert looked sensational as always. 334 yards, three touchdowns. Austin Eckler didn't do much. Mike Williams, though, eight catches, 113 yards for a touchdown. He just was abusing the uh, Chiefs secondary. Patrick Mahomes... 235 yards, two touchdowns, 24 of 35. Pretty pedestrian numbers for Patrick Mahomes, but, uh, you know, he played well. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, eight carries for 74 yards. And listen, Mahomes said earlier this year that uh, he was going to be passing the ball around. You know, there, there wasn't going to be one target. There wasn't going to be, you know, just Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey getting huge numbers. Um, he was going to move the ball around, and that's what happened last night. Kelsey only had five catches for 51 yards. Uh, Mecole Hardman, three for 49. Justin Watson, two for 50. So we really spread the ball out last night. And here's my takeaways from this game. First of all, my, the thing that struck me uh, <laughs> that I thought was odd. So the fans have been complaining about Thursday night football for quite a while. Because we've been getting a lot of bad games, it feels like, every year. And it's ironic that Amazon essentially buys Thursday night football, and the first game that they get is uh, Chargers-Chiefs, a great game. And I'm looking at this schedule. I mean, Raiders-Rams, Packers-Titans, Broncos-Colts, Bills-Patriots, uh, week 17, Cowboys, Titans, uh, Buccaneers, Ravens, Dolphins, Bengals. There's a lot of good games on Thursday night football this year. And, you know, I know a lot of people have been complaining about Amazon having the exclusive rights to Thursday night football. But if that's what it took for us to finally get good Thursday night football games, then I'm all about it. Um, I've been, I think we've all been beaten over the head a lot (laughs) over the past few years with, you know, Jaguars at Jets or something. But onto the game itself, there were two things that really stood out to me on for both teams. So the Kansas City Chiefs, I think you have to be worried a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit about the secondary. Because Mike Williams, like I said, eight catches, what was it, 113 yards, he was just tearing up that secondary and he was doing it without Keenan Allen you know it's one thing when you have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams Austin Eckler it's a lot but Keenan Allen was out Austin Eckler was not doing anything they knew the Chiefs knew where the ball was going and they just couldn't stop it so that's something that's going to have to get fit I still I have the Kansas City Chiefs as the best team in the league uh, if you listen to the last episode, they were number one on my power rankings. I still believe that. I didn't see anything last night that would make me think that the 
Chiefs should be moved down. I still think they're the best team in the league. Um, but they're going to have to fix that secondary. As far as the Los Angeles Chargers, one thing that concerns me is, you know, I like the team. I like Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, uh, it appeared that he hurt his ribs. And, you know, he was in pain during that the last few minutes. There was a play on, I think it was third and one, where Herbert could have clearly picked up the first down with his legs. And he just threw the ball out of bounds. He could barely move out there. Um but, you know, so we will have to monitor that. The one thing that I'm worried about with the Chargers, I like Justin Herbert. I like the weapons, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. I like the defense, you know, J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Derwin James is just phenomenal. The one part of this team, the one piece that I am not fully convinced of is Brandon Staley. If you watched that game last night, the Chargers were, I mean, they were manhandling the Chiefs at times for most of that game early on. And to me, what happened was Andy Reid adjusted because, of course, he's going to. He's one of the two or three best coaches in the league. Andy Reid adjusted. And Brandon Staley did not. I've watched the Chargers with Brandon Staley. We've all seen them. And I've always felt like Brandon Staley has to win his way. Meaning, whatever the game plan is going into the week, that game plan, they have to execute that. Because once the, once the game becomes a game of chess... And the opponent, the, the uh, opposing coach, makes adjustments. Brandon Staley can't make those adjustments, and so I think you have to be concerned if you're a Chargers fan. How good is Brandon Staley as a coach? Because listen, a lot of people have the Chargers going to the playoffs this year, and if you go to the playoffs, if you're lucky enough to get there, you're going to be playing a Kansas City Chiefs team with Andy Reid. You know, you're going to be playing a Buffalo Bills team with Sean McDermott, who knows how to make adjustments. You're going to be playing a, you know, a possibly a Tennessee Titans with Mike Vrabel or the Colts with Frank Reich. These coaches know how to make adjustments. It's a game of chess. I don't think Brandon Staley knows how to make adjustments. I think he has to win a very specific way. However, he draws it out early in the week, that's how it has to go. And if it doesn't go like that, he struggles. But um, overall, it was a really good game, uh, opening Thursday night football. And yeah, this is going to be a fun division to watch. Chiefs now 2-0, and and they have uh, victory. You know, they just, they smashed the Cardinals last week. And, you know, they showed some mental toughness came back in this game and beat a divisional rival in the Chargers. So, something else I want to talk about before we get out of here is, I know it sounds crazy to say that there are teams that must win in week two. It sounds crazy. Sounds a little hot take-ish. 
But I do think there's three teams that have must-win games in Week 2. And for varying reasons. Let me start here. So the Patriots. The Patriots are playing at the Steelers. This is a must-win game for New England. They lost to the Dolphins last week. If they lose to the Steelers, they'll be 0-2. And then their next two games, they're playing the Ravens and they're playing the Packers. So if you're the Patriots and you lose to the Steelers, 0-4 looks very possible. And you're not catching the Buffalo Bills. You have no if you're the Patriots, you have no shot at winning this division. So if you want to get to the playoffs, the only way to get there is you have to try and get second place so you can get a wild card spot. I don't think three teams from the AFC East are going to make the playoffs. So the Patriots have to get that second spot. So and and listen, you start out 0 and 4 and one of those losses was against the Miami Dolphins, the team that you're going to have to fight for that second spot. It's that that's going to be really hard to come back from. So I have the Patriots as a team that must, must win their game in week two. Secondly, I have the San Francisco 49ers. And this is more personal, I think. Not so not not as much as a team, because I mean look, the Rams lost, the Cardinals lost, the Seahawks beat the Broncos, but I don't think that's really going to mean much. I think there was a lot of emotion in that game. The Seahawks aren't going to be good this year. So overall, from a team perspective, I don't think losing to the Seahawks this week would hurt them, but it will do a lot of damage for Trey Lance because Trey Lance was really bad against the Chicago Bears. And if he comes out and lays an egg against the Seahawks, if he plays bad two weeks in a row, you know, you're Kyle Shanahan, you're you're the GM, you're the owner, you have to sit back and seriously ask yourself, okay, we've lost against two teams, the Bears and the Seahawks, that were supposed to be bad this year. Is Trey Lance the guy? Is he ready? Do we put Jimmy Garoppolo back in? Because you're not going to get many layups in the NFL on your schedule. The Seahawks with Geno Smith who has limitations, the Chicago Bears with Justin Fields, who has limitations. If you're the 49ers and you have this roster and you're ready to win now, you have to win these games. And if Trey Lance doesn't play well, then the reality is is that you've lost two games against bad teams that you should have won, but you didn't win because you don't have a very good quarterback. So I think this is a must win. I think Trey Lance, you know, I'm not saying he has to go out there and throw 300 yards and five touchdowns or anything like that, but he has to go out. He has to be effective, make smart decisions with the football, throw the football, and he has to win this game for the 49ers. And my final team for week two that must win is the Denver Broncos. They lost to the Seahawks last week, obviously. 
if they lose to the Texans, I, I you know I don't want to say zero and two is you know you're on your deathbed, but in the AFC West, it's pretty close. The Kansas City Chiefs, I believe, are still the best team in the league. Even if you don't think they are, they're clearly top five. The Los Angeles Chargers, I think, are a very good football team. And even the Raiders, who I don't think are as good as the Chiefs or the Chargers, they're still pretty good. You know, I know they lost to the Chargers, but and Derek Carr didn't have a great game. But they're going to figure things out. This division is going to beat up on each other. And if you're the Denver Broncos, you lose to the Seahawks, you lose to the Texans. When you have Russell Wilson and you have Jerry Judy, Javante Williams, you have that defense, Bradley Chubb, you should be able to win these types of games. And more importantly, you have to win these types of games because you're going to be in a lot of dogfights with the Chiefs, with the Chargers, with the Raiders, when you're in the best division in football and you go down 0-2, like I said, I don't want to say the Broncos will be on their deathbed, but they're going to be pretty close because I just don't know how you come back from that. You know, the, the Bronco, there's no way the Broncos are going to be able to sweep their division. So, I mean, look, even if you go 500 with the Chargers, Chiefs, and Raiders. Okay, that's three wins, but that's also three losses. So if you lose to the Texans, you already lost to the Seahawks. That's five losses right there. And, I mean, where do you go? You know, so if you're the Broncos, I think, I know it sounds crazy, but if you're the Broncos... You have to win because once you get up to five losses, you're already looking, you know, you're going to be on the outside looking in. I had the Broncos um, making the playoffs this year. I had them finishing second in this division. I actually had Chiefs, Broncos, and the Chargers all making the playoffs. But if the Broncos start out 0-2, it's... It'll look, you know, a lot less likely. So those are my three teams this uh, week, in week two, who must win their games. The New England Patriots, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Denver Broncos. So that'll do it for another episode of Beyond the End Zone, as always. Thank you for joining me. Please remember to subscribe, rate, review. You can follow Beyond the End Zone on Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at Beyond End Zone. And if you have any NFL questions that you'd like to get answered on the show, you can always email me at Beyond the End Zone Pod at gmail.com. That's Beyond the End Zone Pod at gmail.com. And I hope you'll join me again next week.